Grace of God as mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10 is explained in this message titled I am graced and highly favored God is pouring rivers of grace to make you what you're called to be Pastor encourages to apply for the grace of God that will help you do extraordinary things with great ease help you do much more than what's asked of you help you win against all odds and make you multi gifted hallelujah let's open our bibles to 1 corinthians chapter 15 i want the amplified version and the message bible 1 corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10 but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but i labored more abundantly than they all yet not i but the grace of god which was with me amen 1 corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10 but by the grace but by the grace the unmerited favor and blessing of god the unmerited favor and the blessing of god that's the amplified version i am what i am i am what i am and his grace toward me and his grace towards me was not found to be for nothing was not found to be for nothing fruitless and without effect fruitless and without effect In fact, in fact, I worked harder than all of them. I worked harder than all of them. The apostles. The apostles. Though it was not really I. Though it was clearly not I. But the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God. But the grace, the unmerited favor of God and the blessing of God. Which was with me. Which was with me. Oof. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to title the message I am graced. Hallelujah. I am graced. Amen. I am graced. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In the amplified version you find this word unmerited favor. Paul is saying I am what I am. Not by what I've done. Not by my capability, not by my strength, not by my willpower. But it was the grace of God. it is the unmerited favor of god amen grace is the larger word favor is the smaller word but it includes i mean both are included in making you who you are supposed to be hallelujah amen amen many of you have tried to be what god wants you to be but you failed miserably but tonight i sense god's just river just flowing he's just opening up rivers of his grace just pouring out rivers of his grace just pouring out rivers of his grace his grace is unmerited favor is flowing tonight oh those of you who are hearing my words hear the words of the holy ghost speaking through me the rivers of god's unmerited favor the grace of god is flowing to make you what you're called to be amen A couple of things that are realized from that word. Grace is not a license or an excuse for sin. 
is not even a license to be lazy because Paul says I labored more than anybody else because of the grace of God it is not an encouragement for mediocrity you cannot be average when the grace of God shows up in your life it shows forth from that scripture that grace is not cheap grace comes from the God our God who is full of grace amen we know grace is the unmerited goodness of God grace is divine enablement just like favor is grace is divinity stepping into humanity to do extraordinary things extraordinary things divinity stepping into humanity to fragile human vessels the divinity of God stepping in to do extraordinary things amen grace of the unmerited favor of God is heaven helping you what you need in life to reach the destiny or your destination that God has kept for you is the unmerited favor of God or the grace of God you can be gifted and stranded but you can be less skilled less intelligent but celebrated because of the favor of God God is speaking tonight to someone who realized they are not as skilled and intelligent as the others but God is saying my grace is sufficient for you my favor is coming upon you afresh amen you can fast all through your life you can pray all through your life but it is the grace and the favor of God that will help you to reach where God wants you to be amen, amen. lift your hand and say I'm graced I'm grace say that with boldness I'm graced I'm graced I'm graced I'm grace amen. amen I can't hear you say that lift your hands and say that wherever you are I am, I am graced, graced. Amen. amen somebody translated that word into God's grace for man's ease when you take your vehicle to the workshop they grease it or a missionary to make it more at ease smooth what you need is God's grace Amen. for your ease and tonight you can have it in the name of Jesus Amen. it's God's capability in man's incapability God's capability certain things God is you know God is capable only God can do and God says in your incapability I am going to work through you I wrote down here I refuse to struggle I refuse to struggle in labor when God's grace is upon my life lift your hand and say I connect with God's grace and favor I connect with God's grace and favor amen amen you can say you are a grace carrier Hallelujah. become conscious of God's grace 
It is. Like I said, you can intermingle those words, grace and favor. It's God's supernatural way of leading you into greatness. You cannot carry grace and be small. You cannot carry grace and be attached to smallness and littleness. I sense the Holy Spirit telling me to tell somebody tonight, get ready for unusual grace to show up in your life. Open your mouth and the unusual grace of God showing up in my life. Amen. It is God's supernatural enablement. See, look at the scripture, 1 Corinthians 15 10. It says there. The grace towards me was not in vain. In other words, it was profitable. I can't have empty-handed pursuits or aimless pursuits when I am under the unmerited favor of God. Tonight I sense the Holy Spirit just grazing people. Sometimes you labor and there is nothing to show. That has to change tonight. I am speaking in another level of God's grace operating through my life tonight. For your labor, there has to be profit, there has to be blessing. And God says, hallelujah, it is your season. Your season is starting tonight of unmerited favor and the grace and the blessing of God. Look at that word. Paul saying, God's grace will give you supernatural, it's, it's a supernatural energizer for impact. He said, I labored more than anybody else. Can you say that? We labor for some time, we get tired. I mean, almost every week, every day of this week, I was having meetings. Some of those meetings went up to two in the night. You get up again in the morning and there is another meeting and you spend time with the Lord. And humanly speaking, I should be dead tired. But I am more alive than I've ever been in my life because of the grace of God. It's supernatural energizer. He says, I labored more than anybody else. You ask Peter, you ask John, you ask any one of those apostles or any one of those 120 people who received the Holy Spirit. He says, I labored more than any one of them. 
but it was not I, but the unmerited favor of God, the grace of God, the grace that will make things easy for me. I learned to operate in that grace. And tonight, let there be an impartation of that grace over your life. You can handle more than your task demands. More than it is physically possible, naturally possible. Sometimes people work from nine to five and they're tired. You work in the kitchen for 10 minutes and you're tired. Weary. Just empty, aimless labor you do and there is nothing to show and you're tired. That's gonna change tonight when you understand the anointing in this world. Wow! What Paul is saying is, one man, Paul, I am doing the work of hundred men. More than anybody else, he's saying. One man smiling and doing the work of God. 10,000 people complaining and tired and he's just smiling and saying, I labored more than anybody else, but it was not I, but the grace of God operating within me. The unmerited favor of God. Oh, step into that anointing tonight. Step into that grace tonight. Step into that anointing tonight by faith. Wherever you are watching, step into that in the name of Jesus. The aircraft flies high. Why? Because of its engine capacity. The capacity is so huge. It cannot just stay in that runway. It has to take off. That's what grace is. God gives you God, God's capacity. He gives you divine enablement. He gives you divine strength. Where you just cannot keep walking the way you have been walking. You just have to take off into another dimension in the spirit because of the anointing of grace upon your life. You remember in the Old Testament, there was a wrestling that was going on between Angel and Jacob. And and at daybreak, he said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but shall be Israel. Israel. Jacob is a man, Israel is a nation. And God is saying, your capacity is different, man. You wrestle with me. You wrestle with me. You have the capacity of a nation inside of you. You're not a human being. You, wow. I don't know tonight whom I'm speaking to. Anybody sitting here who wants to partake of it, just receive it. Just get up, run in the spirit. Write the story. capacity enlargement when Jesus died rose again he appeared to Mary Magdalene and he said to Mary something Mark 16 verse 7 Mark 16 verse 7 Jesus coming and saying what is what is he saying but be going ah. tell the disciples and Peter tell the apostles or the disciples and Peter <laughs> Tell the apostles and Peter. But because, see, Peter is equal to the rest of the eleven. I mean, he could have just, the Lord could have just said, Tell all my apostles. 
Tell all my disciples. But that's not what the Lord said. Tell my disciples and Peter. Peter is different. <laughs> Peter carries the weight of 11 others. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. In 2 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, there is something very interesting in the Old Testament. 2 chapter, chapter 2, you know, there is a battle that is going on and David is sending some of his men. Joab is going and together with Joab is, uh, you know, uh, Abner and then there is um, uh, 2 Samuel 2.30, read on. And Joab returned from following Abner. Uh. And when he had gathered all the people together, mm. there lacked of David's servants 19 men mm. and Asahel. <laughs> and Asahel. Asahel, see, he could have just said there are 20 men. But he said, 19 men and Asahel. Asahel is different. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Not it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David's sisters, kids, all of them. But there's something different about this guy. 19 men and Azahel. You know, read that scripture. You know how many people, these people, I mean, look at the work that they did. They didn't labor in vain. I mean, if you could call it that. 2 Samuel 2. Verse 30. One more time, please. And Joab returned from following Abner, and when he had gathered all the people together, there lacked of David's servants 19 men and Asahel. Yes, the next verse. But the servants of David had smitten of Benjamin oh. and of Abner's men, so that 303 score men died. Yes, see, 300 and? Three score men. Read another version which speaks normal language. Uh, Where is the version? NIV. Take NIV for that. Read that. 2 Samuel 2 verse 30. Yes. Then Joab stopped pursuing Abner mm. and assembled the whole army. Uh. Besides Asahel, uh. 19 of David's men were found missing. Uh. But David's men had killed 360 Benjamites. Who 360. Were with 19 plus Asahel. 20 of them killed 360 people. 20 of them. See, look at the capacity. Look at the capacity against the odds. It doesn't matter what it is out there in the world against the odds. I was in a meeting a couple of days back and one of the men of God who was with me, a prophet of God, he told me, son, for the church, the, the, the Indian GDP might go, you know, 10 years behind. But for the church, the next four months, it's is going to go 10 years ahead against the odds because of the unmerited favor of God the grace of God thank you Jesus look at 2nd Samuel 18 and verse 3 2nd Samuel 18 verse 3 But the people answered Thou shall not go forth For if we flee away ah. They will not care for us mm. 
Neither if half of us die mm. will they care for us. Mm. But now thou art worth 10,000 of us. <laughs> Speaking about David, listen, David is different. You should not go out for battle right now because you're worth 10,000 of us. The capacity is different in David. One David is equal to 10,000 people. You want to step into that realm in the spirit? Partaker of God's grace against the odds. Not tired, weariness, labor, grace of smoothness and ease flowing through you. Where you're doing much more than is asked of you. And not tired, refreshed because of the favor of God. Not everybody's level is the same. David, you are not a person. You are 10,000 people. <laughs> Lift your head and say, I won't be a victim of lethargy and tiredness and laziness. I won't be a victim of lethargy and tiredness and laziness. I won't be. I won't be. I won't be a victim of lethargy, tiredness and laziness. I won't be a victim of tiredness, lethargy and tiredness. Amen. So you need energy Amen. to fulfill destiny. Yes. If God has got a plan about you and your energy level is not up to that, you end up in captivity. God wants you to do something. Your energy level has to be it. I tell the people who are with me, I tell them, you guys get tired, go home. Look at that 1 Corinthians 15, 30. 15 verse 10. The fourth point is a supernatural grace our unmerited favor is like a fertilizer for productivity. It's like a fertilizer for productivity. I want to I highlight that word abend, abundance. 1 Corinthians 15.10 1 Corinthians 15.10 But by the grace, the unmerited favor and blessing of God, I am what I am, mm. and His grace toward me was not found to be for nothing. Ah. Fruitless and without effect. But I labored more abundantly than they all. It's like a fertilizer. The, the grace for productivity. I labored more than anybody else. Abundance. Every effort of yours is fertilized by grace for abundance. You take one step. And you get the result of 100 steps. Are you with me? Oh, I, I wish, I wish the Holy Spirit will implant this word into your heart tonight. Because it will change everything about you. Take one step, it is equal to the result of 100 steps. In 2 Kings chapter 7, four leprous people sitting by the gates of Samaria took a couple of weak steps 
and their steps the sound of it weak tiny steps of the leprous people was magnified and the Syrian army got scared and they ran your steps when the grace begins to operate when the unmerited favor of God begins to operate God will amplify it grace will begin to function forth for you your helplessness gets drowned in the almightiness of God because of the grace of God lift your hand and say I'm graced Grace. Lift your hand again and say, I am grace. Shout it out five times. I'm grace. I'm grace. I'm grace. I'm grace. I'm grace. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. It's grace in work. That is what unmerited favor is all about. Grace is like the supernatural vehicle for speed. A graced man cannot function or move in the normal speed. He says, look at that, 1 Corinthians 15, the next point. There is something very powerful there. 15, the chapter, verse 10. He says, Even though I am the least, the ninth verse, for I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meant to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, the unmerited favor of God, I am what I am. I am least of all people. See, Paul is a latecomer, but he is coming into the front lines. He was not there when Jesus died. He was not there when Jesus rose from the dead. When Jesus ascended into heaven, he didn't see all that. He was not there in the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost came upon the 120 people who were praying. He didn't see all that. He didn't experience all that. He's a latecomer. He was a persecutor of the body of Christ. But he says something powerful. He says, even though I'm the least, I've come into the forefront. Somebody who is least and been in the background for a long time, you're going to come into the forefront because of the unmerited favor of God. Don't compare yourself with somebody else. See, there is no greater apostle than Paul. In the New Testament, three by four of the New Testament is written by this man. Not by Peter or John or any one of them. Three by four of the New Testament is written by this man, and he says the secret is grace, it's the unmerited favor of God. My labors were not fruitless. I had energy beyond others, but not my energy. Not that which comes from drinking bonvita or working out or having an energy drink. Come from the 
grace of God. And I was with a man of God. He was a good friend of mine. So, you know, our meeting got over at about two in the night. And then I said, okay, I'm going back home. He said, okay, but uh, I'm staying here and I just need to uh, have Wi-Fi and I just need to get into that. I said, what? He said, at three o'clock, I have a Bible class with Benihin. <laughs> we just had a whole day up to two o'clock in the night, bro. And you have a, and you're way older than me. And you still have energy to go on. Grace. Look at yourself and say, shame on my laziness. I didn't hear you say that to the mic. Shame on my shame laziness. Shame on my laziness. unmerited favor of the grace of God that will help you to win against all the odds and against every adversary in your life 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 20 onwards for you suffer uh, 23 onwards are they ministers of Christ? Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I speak as a fool. I am more. I am more. In labors. In labors, more, more abundant. abundant. In, in stripes, above measure. I mean, I can't even count it. In prisons. More frequent. More frequent. In deaths. Often. I mean, can you imagine that somebody laboring to the point where you thought you would die? <laughs> Often. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, say one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Acts 14, he was stoned and they dragged him out of the city thinking he was dead. But the disciples gathered around him and he got up again and he said, check my diary, where is my next meeting? Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day have been in the deep. Can you imagine that? I mean, right in the ocean, in the water, a night and a day. And that which kept him floating in the ocean was the mercy, the grace of God, the unmerited favor of God. A night and day. Against all odds, against all kinds of adversaries, this man came out champion. Not because of he was intelligent and he was smart and good looking and strong. No, but because of the unmerited favor of God, the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. Look at that. In 
making journeys often he was traveling in perils in the waters in perils of robbers in danger that's what it means in danger of my own countrymen in danger by the heathen in danger in the city in dangers in the wilderness in dangers in the sea in dangers among false brethren you know that not everybody who comes to church is a brother or a sister in weariness and painfulness in watchings often in hunger and thirst in fastings often in cold and nakedness beside those things that are without that which cometh upon me daily the care of all the churches he won against the odds and against every challenge and adversity that was thrown up against his life life has got its pressures you can't even handle the traffic jam going to work it stresses you out <laughs> you gain everything is lost in your life when your maid does not show up there is a difference you need to tap into the grace of god Amen. Lift your hand and say I need to tap into the grace of God. I need to tap into the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. I like the word apply for grace. I need to apply for grace. Lord, I'm a candidate for grace. I need your grace. You need to apply for grace. God's grace. I need your grace in my life lord i need i'm applying for it i need your favor i need your mercy i need your unmerited favor lord i'm applying for it i need your grace have the humility to ask god without your grace without your help i can do nothing paul said in philippians chapter 1 you know I don't know whether to die or th- and go to heaven and be with Jesus or to stay here and serve the Lord. He said I'm caught between these two things. But he took a decision staying here is better. <laughs> Because in 2 Timothy 4:7 he he says my race is completed I'm finished. Huh? I fought the fight I've kept my faith. my departure is at hand he knew this at hand but when did he say that philemon chapter 1 verse 9 i like that philemon 1 and verse 9 read it yet for love sake yet I, for love sake i rather beseech thee mm. being such as one as paul the aged uh, and now paul the aged see <laughs> he says listen When he was young he said I got to stay here and serve I think that's better. In second Timothy he said my departure is at hand. But when did he say that? After he came to a point where he says I am Paul the aged. I'm kind of old now. <laughs> I'm kind of old now. 
Are somebody of you going to receive that blessing? You think you'll die early? That's just a fear. Amen. Into good, ripe, old age. May the grace and the favor and the mercy of our God keep you. May Jesus bring you to that point, hallelujah, of good old age where you have served Jesus faithfully all through your life. Amen. So when he came to 2 Timothy 4, he said, now I'm pretty old. Now I, if I have to choose a death, let me die the death of a martyr for Jesus so I have more rewards in heaven. <laughs> because he says, I have more crowns in heaven if I die the death of a martyr. I just don't want to die in my bed like that and lose out on a greater reward there. I am old. My course is completed. I've finished the course. I've, my departure is at hand, but now let me die like a martyr. Wow, isn't that great? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Grace, favor. One more point. It is grace that made Paul multi-gifted. The favor of God will make you multi-gifted. It's like Joseph's coat of many colors. I mean, Paul, if he had to write to the church in Ephesus and speak about the fivefold office of an apostle, a, a, a prophet, a teacher, a pastor, an evangelist, he should have experienced all that. So he said, yeah, I've been an apostle. I know I've been a prophet. I've been a teacher. I've been a pastor. I've, I've functioned in all this. Why? How? Not because I brought somebody else down and sat on that chair, but because of the grace of God. Amen. He enjoyed every gift, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues, gifts of healing, miraculous power, gift of faith. Multi-gift, where he could rank each one. He enjoyed the fruit of the spirit. He enjoyed every fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. And he said, it's, I am what I am. Whew. Come on, church. Tonight, this word is loaded with favor and grace. Amen. And look at that. I, just that one word, 1 Corinthians 15, 10, 9 and 10. He says, see, what's the key to operating in that grace? He says that humility. I didn't think I was somebody great. I'm the least of the apostles. I was the least of the apostles. Not arrogant. You've heard of this word insecticide? Insecticide? What does it do? Kills. Huh? It kills insects. That's why it's called insecticide. <laughs> Graceticide. Pride is great. Graceticide. It kills grace. Pride. Are you with me? Just like insecticide kills insects, Graceticide 
kills grace and that is pride arrogance anyway you see pride grace is absent that talks down on people that looks down on people that does not know the difference between an elder and a child James would say it God resists the proud in James 4 verse 6 but gives grace to the humble the limit of your humility is the level of your grace I say that again the level or the limit of your humility is the level of your grace It's better to be a favored tadpole than be a not so favored shark. This is the man who was taken up to the third heavens. We don't even go to church on time. This man was taken up into the third heavens. And he says, I am what I am by the grace of God. He said, I did not succeed in ministry because I was powerful, but because of the favor of God, the, the mercy of God. Amen. Lift your hand and say, I should apply for more grace. I, I humble myself. Grace. Jesus, I need more grace. Yes, Lord, I Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Look at this man. Titus 2, 13. I mean, Titus 2, 11. And I close with that because I think we've, the time it was Titus 2 11 I don't think I've stepped into what I wanted to get into because we don't have the time just that element of the word alone is taken all our time tonight Titus 2 verse 11 for the grace of God for the grace of God that bringeth salvation that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men has appeared to all men teaching us teaching us that denying ungodliness that denying ungodliness and worldly lust and worldly lust we should live soberly we should live soberly righteously righteously and godly and godly in this present world in this present world looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great god and our savior jesus christ amen amen so grace teaches you something and paul is writing there from experience he says it is grace that keeps you from worldly lust from ungodliness Amen. that we should live soberly righteously and godly in this present world lift your hands i'm graced i'm grace god's grace will help you to lead a holy life Amen. i say that to somebody here tonight you're watching and you're wondering how can i lead a holy life how can i how can i have victory over sin how can i conquer this wrong habit the grace the unmerited favor of God apply for grace divine ability working in human incapability is the grace of God I sense many youngsters tonight set free from addictions tonight set free from worldly lust set free from the attractions of the world tonight in the name of Jesus the grace of God will cause you to look for the second coming of Jesus Christ.
Amen. Amen. Glory unto God. I'm graced and I'm highly favored. Amen. That's the title. That's better. That's a better title. I'm graced and highly favored. Say that five times. I'm graced, I'm graced and I'm and highly favored. favored. One more time. I'm graced and I'm highly favored. Zorze. I am graced and I'm highly favored. Not ladylike. Speak it like with boldness. I am graced and highly Come on, shout it out. One more time. I am graced and highly favored. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight.